Get ready for a week-long celebration of music, community and fabulous fun with Joy Radiothon 2024. Joy has the largest collection of rainbow podcast content in the world and you can help keep us out loud and proud by donating during Joy Radiothon 2024. Just go to joy.org.au slash radiothon. Mark it in your calendars because Joy Radiothon returns June 1st to 7th and remember, we all flourish with joy. Welcome to a podcast from Joy's jazz show, Bent Notes. Tune in live each Sunday night at joy.org.au. My special guest on Bent Notes is an award-winning trumpeter and singer. He started playing trumpet at the age of eight, attended the VCA Secondary College from age 12, and exudes enjoyment and fun when he creates music. At some stage there, he was thinking of taking after Michael Jordan, the basketballer. Eamon McNellis was the 2010 winner of the National Jazz Award, and you may recognise him from his work with Flap, The Big Idiot Club, Jazz Party, The Meltdown, and many, many more. I must ask him whether he can run off the complete list of bands he's worked with over the years. It is my pleasure to bid a very warm Bent Notes welcome to Eamon McNellis. Welcome, Eamon. Hi, David. How are you? Very well, Where did you get that bio from? Oh, look, I I I searched the web and find all sorts of strange things. (laughs) (laughs) I hope it's right. Oh, that's not not true about Michael Jordan. I never wanted to be Michael Jordan. It was because I was so bad at basketball that I um, ended up in the music department. All oh, right, <laughs> I, I can I can feel for that because our music department at Clayton Tech was just adjacent to the gym, and funnily enough, I could never find my way through the gym door. It was always music. <laughs> it was an early start, though, for your musical skills. Was your family musical? No, not but not particularly. Uh, my my granddad played a bit of the harmonica, and Dad played a bit of trumpet and piano. But he, I, I've never actually heard him do it. He stopped doing it before I was born. So. But there was music around, you know. Like I, I, I guess when I was little, there was uh, we, we went to church and and we did. I was in the church choir, um, warbling away. I think that probably helped. It would have done. It would have developed those uh, those singing skills. Who was the first musician to make a significant impact on you with their music? There was one year I was getting lessons off um, John Santos, who some people might know. He, he runs, uh, still runs bands around Melbourne. In the space of a few weeks, I saw Scott Tinkler play with his quartet with Paul Grabowski and probably Scott Lambie and Philip Rex at the um, the old Fitzgibbons place, which is called on the corner of Fitz, Johnson Street and Alexander Parade. I can't remember what it's called. And I also saw Winter Marsalis play at, at the concert hall. That was in the space of a few months. I think it was around then that I sort of started deciding that music was what I wanted to do, yeah. And was it specifically the trumpet that grabbed your attention in that regard? When I first started playing music, I wanted to play the violin, but uh, there was no violins. Uh, I, this school was not uh, fancy enough for violins. We had we had instruments that were easy, easily repairable. <laughs> Such as brass trumpets that you could... Yeah, you can uh, just bang them back into shape. Exactly. Nice and simple. What was it about the music that caught your attention? Was it the showmanship or the actual music itself? I, I've, I think I've come to realise later down the track, I don't think it was obvious to me then, but I think I think what it was was the sort of detail in music and the way people were able to sort of express different structures in the music by, you know, by how they articulated and phrased things. Yeah. yeah. So the music, I guess. That's good because it's if, if you're going down the path of musicality, then you'd want the music to be the thing that you remember. 
Yeah, well, I, I'm certainly still no good at the showbiz parts. So. <laughs> <laughs> now, you attended the VCA Secondary College, and that suggests that you were aware very early on that music was going to be a significant part of your life, not just a hobby. When did you realise that it was going to be such a significant part of your life? It must have been not long before I went to the VCA. We had this great principal at, at, in primary school, Francis Lorino, who encouraged me to audition to the, to the VCA high school. And, and I guess just thinking about that as a possibility, was when I, somewhere around there was when I made my decision. What part of your career to date have you got the most out of? Has it been the composing, the playing, competing in the National Jazz Awards? <laughs> What's given you the most warm and fuzzy feeling? Well, I said National Jazz Awards. I did, I, I, I did win it once, but I also lost it twice. So I like to think that I'm a winner and a loser <laughs> of that particular award. You, you were runner-up. You didn't lose. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wasn't, yeah, well, I wasn't first or second runner-up anyway. What have I got the most out of? What got me through lockdown was playing the trumpet. Yeah, I couldn't really listen to music uh, for a little while there. But playing long notes and, and just investigating the trumpet has really saved my life quite a few times. In doing that, have you found new things about the trumpet or your playing ability? Oh, I mean, you find, you find new things every day. I realised I, I was having a, a play with a friend of mine, Alex, uh, Alex Halroyd, this morning. I had a play of his trumpet. He's got, like, properly operating valves, and I hadn't realised how bad my valves are. Oh, really? <laughs> and I, I realised that, like, I haven't. I haven't sort of needed to play fast for quite a few years, and I hadn't noticed how bad how bad they'd gotten. It was only by comparison that I noticed. I mean, yeah, you find it, you find new things every every day. Like, I found a new little detail about how to play the instrument that completely turned half of the stuff I know on its head just last week. So, oh, is that a problem? Yeah, I mean, it's it's incredibly frustrating realizing that you've been heading in the wrong direction for a few years. Oh, no. <laughs> but it's the trumpet, you know, that's just a part of it. And that's part of the, the learning, isn't it? All yeah. Lifelong sure. learning, really. Yeah. When composing, what do you use? Where do you go to inspire either the lyrics or the melody? Honestly, I'm pretty bad at it. It's, a, it's an incredibly painful process for me, and I spend, you know, long amounts of time avoiding doing it often. But, yeah, but I, you know, I keep notes. So, so, but I keep notes. Sometimes things are... Uh, pop up and you think that could be a that could be a song and you write it down and then later on down the line when I finally like got myself in front of a computer and and doing some work on it I I uh I look through the list and see what pops out so a, a little black book of notes basically yeah yeah most of it's most of it's rubbish of course but <laughs> sometimes there's some good stuff in there I suppose that's the thing isn't it you collect all this rubbish in quotation marks and there's a bit of gold in there somewhere yeah yeah bric-a-brac you know <laughs> Oh, I love it. Brick-a-brack. I'm going to use that. <laughs> My guest on Bent Notes is trumpeter Eamon McNellis. You're listening to Bent Notes on Joy 94.9. You are listening to a podcast from Bent Notes. Find more podcasts and show blogs at joy.org.au. My special guest on Bent Notes is trumpeter Eamon McNallis. Eamon, we just heard a piece called Don't You Wanna Dance. Is that one of yours? It's uh, one of my tunes, yeah. Uh, it's about how bad I am at dancing and how awkward it makes me feel when people ask me to do it. 
<laughs> I think there might be a few people like that. There might be two in this room, I think. <laughs> it's good to know that I'm not alone. Ah, now, this is Rex here, Eamon. Oh, uh, Rex. Rex just keeps good an boy. eye. He just keeps an eye on the messages that come in. He's just telling me that we've had a message that's arrived from 902, and 902 says, Eamon is such a great player, and I love his original songs too. That's very nice. Thank you, 902. It appears to me, Eamon, that you're constantly on the move, playing with a range of people or groups. Do you ever forget who it is that you're playing with on the night? Never. I've never forgotten what band I'm playing with on any given night. That God, that would be really absent-minded. <laughs> Look, that, that's, it's not impossible that that will happen someday. I, I, I am very absent-minded. But yeah, you, like you, was, uh, you were asking before whether I could remember all the bands I played with, and I, I no, I don't think I, could, I don't think I could, I don't think I could at all. There's so many of them. Y- yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got, I've, I've got, a, I've got a very like, very thorough filing system at home. Uh, for each, each band has a folder. Oh, excellent. That's a good, good place to start. <laughs> <laughs> Do you enjoy playing with bands that you put together more than playing with other people's bands? I, I mean, I find I, I find putting putting my own projects together for the most part very 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 anxiety inducing, which is not a which is not a feature uh, when I'm playing with other people's groups. But there is something wonderful about playing your own music. I I, I sort of think that there's, I mean, I, I like well anyway. For me, I feel I feel like even though there's obviously lots of music from all around the world that I, I love very much, I, I feel that there's nothing that's exactly what I want, and so making my music is an attempt to sort of make something that's more exactly what I want to listen to. When you get invited to play with groups, do you look more for the groups that play repertoire associated with what you enjoy the most? Or are you happy to go with pretty much anything? Uh, some friends of mine up in Sydney have a um, a system they use, which is music, mates and money. And each project has to tick at least two of those boxes. So you can play terrible music as long as it's well paid and you're doing it with <laughs> mates. And you can... Play good music with mates as long, even if it's not well paid. It's got a ticket list two of the boxes. I think that's a pretty good system. <laughs> Does it change the the approach for you as a band and a band member when you go out to play with your mates? The people I play with are usually are usually friends. I mean, the musicians are usually pretty wonderful people. It's not they are. it's not it's not often that you have to play with people that you can't stand. Yeah, yeah, it changes changes the approach. Yeah, it's a much nicer environment to play with people you love. What do you see as the role of festivals, such as the Wangaratta Festival of Jazz and Blues? Um, look, I reckon this year's Wangaratta is going to be wonderful. Wangaratta every year is sort of this coming together of the all the different sort of jazz scenes from around Australia. And there's not really many festivals that are like that, that are, that are, that are, national, that are national jazz festivals. But this is different because we haven't done it for two years, three years, two years, something like that. Three years in actual fact. Incredible. So there's three years of people's projects and people's development and there'll be, there'll be people who I haven't heard of who, you know, who I'm sure will become a part of my life and there'll be people you know, who are old friends who have got new music to offer and I just think it's going to be, yeah, I think it's, it's going to be fantastic. An opportunity to get out in the middle of the cafe quadrangle and just sit down with... A stranger and have a chat. Yeah. As we yeah. did back in, what was that, 2014 or 15, I think it was. Years and years ago. I saw a, saw a gentleman sitting at the table and I said, anyone sitting here? And they said, no. And I sat down, we started chatting. Turns out it was yourself. <laughs> that was nice to meet you. It was very nice to meet you. I suppose I assumed you were a musician when I sat down, 
But I didn't have a recognition in my mind because I, I don't think I'd met you at all. Right. Okay. And uh, it was lovely to have that chat. <laughs> Maybe we'll do it again this year. I'm sure we will. Here's the biggest question of the day. Who are the Skellingtons? The Skellingtons is, is, is a name that I use for uh, groups, of, groups that I throw together. And, and the lineup changes pretty radically, but we've got a particularly fantastic lineup for Wangaratta. Monique Dimitina is playing piano. Oh, and um, Monique actually, I think, I think Monique hired me for my first ever Wangaratta gig. I could be wrong about that, which was a long time ago, maybe 20 years ago. So it's great to be, it's great to be still playing with Mon. Mark Elton playing the bass, and I played with Mark with Flap for many a year and toured the world together. We're very old mates. Justin Firmino, formerly of Sydney, now a, now a Melbourne stalwart on the tenor saxophone. He's the uh, Cope Street Band, isn't he? I, yeah, I just saw him play with the Cope Street Band this afternoon at Rooks. It was, they were so really has, swinging. Has the Cope Street Band moved from Sydney to Melbourne? No, no, they're just do, having a bit of a tour at the moment. Oh, wonderful. Yeah, yeah, it's oh. great. And Abby Constable, who's a, a young drummer from Sydney, who I've only sort of met once very briefly and heard and heard her play. Uh, she's just a great great drummer. Plays the old fashioned music really fantastically well. So yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a really great band and really good to play with all those people. You just mentioned playing the old fashioned music. I was about to ask you what is the music of the Skellingtons? We just play old fashioned stuff. Hoagie Carmichael, Billy Holiday, Louis Armstrong, names like that. Yeah, and with with our own take on them, of course. But, you know, we play them pretty traditionally and pretty swingingly and pretty fun. With yourself on vocals? Yeah, I'll sing a, song, I'll sing a few songs, but uh, uh, Justin and Monique both sing as well, so we'll share it around. And I, I would imagine, I would hope that we might even have some sit-ins. We'll see, we'll see how it goes. That sounds like fun. Now, you're performing at the Wangaratta RSL on uh, the Saturday, October 29, as part of the festival. You've got a, a two-hour uh, sequence there. Yeah, I don't think we're playing for two hours straight. I think we probably will have a little, uh, a little smoko in the middle. Yeah, I reckon that sounds good. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's going to be good to have a stretch out. Yeah. So will it be a show where we can just sit back, relax and enjoy? Or will it be a show where we're going to want to get up and dance? I reckon we could probably, we could probably get some bums off seats. But I, you know, I think it's probably going to be fairly relaxed. I think it's going to be a nice Saturday afternoon jazz event. Sounds like a good way to go. Amon will be performing with the Skellingtons on Saturday, October 29 as part of the Wangaratta Festival of Jazz and Blues. As I said, 1.30 to 3.30, a two-hour stint in the Wangaratta RSL. For more details, check out wangratajazz.com. Amon, I have really enjoyed again chatting with you, except it's nice to actually know who I'm chatting with this time. <laughs> so thank you so much for joining us here in the studio Thanks tonight. so much for having me, David. My guest on Bent Notes has been trumpeter Amon McNellis. You're listening to Bent Notes on Joy 94.9. But I must ask you, Eamon, the next piece is called Gone from the Skellingtons. What's gone? This is just a song about getting out. If you uh, feel like things aren't right, get out. Well, let's get out right now <laughs> with Gone from the Skellingtons on Joy 94.9. You've been listening to a podcast from Bent Notes. Join us live each Sunday night on Joy 94.9. This podcast was produced by Joy Media. 
You can support Joy's diverse sound and diverse community this June by donating to Joy Radiothon 2024. Go to joy.org.au slash radiothon. And remember, we all flourish with joy. Joy.